every time I listen to that open, I hear a different part that I need to follow up on. Um, I don't know if I like the line about you saying that my voice is sad. I, I couldn't make eye contact with you as, you, as as that part was playing. I kind of looked down into the side. It just made me a little uncomfortable. Lean into who you are, man. <laughs> well, everything about me exudes sexiness. Right. That's my entire aura. I mean, do you think Warren Beatty, like at his height, went around avoiding eye contact <laughs> just because of who he was? Well... It's a good point. It's a good point. Now, this doesn't help, Jorge. This, 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 <laughs> well, yeah, this, this is a song we associated with uh, that comment he made. You eh, have a sexy voice. I don't think so. <laughs> I want right said Fred. Isn't that? <laughs> <laughs> the English or Spanish? <laughs> is there a Spanish? Oh, you've never heard the Spanish No, version? Jorge, let's find Spanish. Right oh, it's said great. <laughs> really? This was, this was right said Fred, really recognizing <laughs> we got a good thing and it's one thing. So we right. got to milk this thing for all it's worth. It's like when Homer has the stupid Flanders song and they record it in nine yes. different languages. Yes. You got to, everything comes back oh, to yeah, the Oh yeah, there's a Spanish, I'm, I'm too sexy. I can't wait to hear it. Uh, ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. The other thing I noticed in the open right there. Tinsel. That we don't do that anymore, right? Where you just have the little strands of silver or gold on the tree. That's that feels like nineteen seventy four they banned tinsel. I haven't seen it in a long time. <laughs> it does not feel at a time when we are more heightened with our environmental awareness. Little like, strands of plastic. Yeah, that that just seems like a bridge too far. It's pretty. It, 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 the light reflects it's, off of it. It's, it's, it's pretty. I think we've started to realize the damage. It's just not worth when, it. I, I, so I don't know if this – you guys tell me what you think about this. They're, like the Christmas tree evolution in the Rogers household, when when it was just me and Susan, we would you know have uh, a tree. It would be pretty. We'd try to make it look as nice as possible. And then with the, when you get the kids – you have kind of the things that are nice. You put them up high, and the low stuff is handmade stuff and things that don't break and all of that. And now we've just gone full heel. It's almost an entire joke tree. Like there's there's <laughs> there's nothing on it of of sentimental value other than a few things. Like I have an all black Christmas tree ornament that just says meh, <laughs> and it's and it's in the front of the tree because it's my favorite one. We got a bunch of. It's, I won't get into the backstory of why. But people give me a lot of gifts that are bacon themed, and so there's. Do you really need to provide the backstory on that? <laughs> fair, fair. Uh, there, there are there are twenty. The listeners can follow along. <laughs> there are twenty two pieces of decorative bacon on my Christmas tree. So if, if you guys had it, like you just kind of morph from one type to the next. You still go with the uh, Star Wars ornaments or no? You still have Star yeah, Wars ornaments. Remember those? We we bought my son when he was, I don't know, he's probably eight at the time. Uh, he's he's 21 now. We went to a race out at Fontana, and he bought a Jimmy Johnson Christmas tree ornament, a little car, still on the tree. It, it, none, we don't have like a Jimmy Johnson fandom going on, but it's he's still on our Christmas tree every year. I mean, my daughter's still young enough where you're not going to go full gag reel for your for your Christmas tree. <laughs> like it's it's still something that you're treating as you know special sure. as a holiday because of her inclusion. You know, as she's a little older, who knows? <laughs> Emily, for us, for my family, I actually think it's kind of cute and sentimental. So every year, my mom gives us a different ornament, and each year it's something that we achieved that year. So like each year, so like my first year at ESPN, I got an ESPN ornament. Like this year, low key, I actually know what it is. I got a Rams ornament. So oh, like, I was going to guess that you got like the Hollywood <laughs> sign ornament. That yeah. was going to be my guess. Yeah, but there's uh, things that we achieved that year. So then now when we look at the tree, you're like, oh, this was 2006. I got this award or something like that. That I really like that. But we also do have a lot of handmade ornaments. We, for a long time, had two trees. 
one of handmade ornaments and one of uh, bought ornaments. So. Well, so we have some things that are like really pretty, but they don't hold nearly as much prominence as the um, George Brett figurine that hangs from our, <laughs> our Christmas tree. Or the no, no, the Met is that thing gets wrapped up like it's made out of solid gold. It's my favorite. It might be my favorite possession. Which one? Meh. My, my, <laughs> and, and it's it's not just a black. It's it's matte. It's like it doesn't shine or sparkle or anything. It's just black matte with meh. It's well thought out. It is. It is well thought out. All right. So hold on. I got got something else. What do you play during the night, you know, Christmas Eve or whatever? Like music you're talking about or games? No, because I got something for you guys. Oh, hit me. (laughs) Me gusta indeed. There you go. Right right in Spanish. It screams Christmas Eve. How did I not know that this was a thing? Right said Travis right here. (laughs) This is fantastic. Yeah. There you go. I'm sexy in both English and Espanol. (laughs) (laughs) Feeling it. This was right said Fred recognizing it's never going to get better than this. Somebody teach me Italian. (laughs) (laughs) And Portuguese and Russian and just Japanese. German. German was when they realized can't go any further. German is the ugliest sounding language. Yeah, I, I don't. Other than uh, Luftballons, oh, I don't know if I've heard any uh, it's German bad. songs. Ger- German is a really, frankly, unpleasant language. Yeah, no. Like, Nacht, that's Silent Night in German. I had to sing that in chorus. In German or just yeah. the chorus? Stille Nacht, Heilige Nacht. Yeah, it's all right. She made it sound okay. Mm. I mean, mm. <laughs> it's not. Italian or French, right. but it's you know. I'm just saying there's there's a reason that when you when you think of like big gestures of love and romance, yeah, and but stuff, it's not one of the romance languages. No, that's, it's for, not. that's for sure. I'm, yeah, no thanks. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Um, college football is. Have you watched any of the bowl games yet? No, neither have I. Mm-mm. And and I I'm a college football fan. I really enjoy it. And the Rose Bowl is my favorite event of the year. I look forward to that. Um, but the bowl games. As much as I like having the Final Four, because it it's an actual tournament, it has really rendered everything else background noise. And not that you know most bowl games were super, but you would check out the Peach Bowl or the Gator Bowl or the Cotton Bowl because there would be good teams and there were, the players would play. And now it just feels like everything's gone out the window. Well, th- it's very similar to how like you know Lollapalooza or uh, what's that festival in the desert? I, I'm blanking on what Coachella. it's called. Coachella. Coachella. There's the main attraction bands, there's like the side stages, and then there's like the side stages to the side stages. Some of these early bowl games are the side stages to the side stages to the side stages. I mean, some of these are just like, my uncle runs Coachella, and therefore I was able to play at this thing. I had flipping channels last night. Missouri and Army were playing in a bowl game. I don't know what it was, but I had it. I'm like, what are you doing with your time? Why hell out of here? I don't don't know a single player on Missouri, a single player on Army. I don't know either one of these teams are good or bad or whatnot. That being said, um, the Final Four is interesting. The college football playoff is interesting, but a new policy written this week because of the Omicron variant, just the NFL. The NBA, the NHL is basically hitting pause, just saying, hey, let's let's see what happens next. Um, it allows for a team to advance to the national championship, ultimately win the national championships if its opponent has to forfeit. That is with new uh, college football playoff COVID-19 policies that were released yesterday. So you could conceivably forfeit your way to a national championship. I, I don't have a, an, a good answer on what you do with these things, but you can't just, well – 
Cincinnati advances to the next round because Alabama had to forfeit because of COVID. Let's, can we not wait? Can we not figure something out? Here's the problem. How long are you going to wait? Well, the NBA seems to get these guys back pretty quickly. I mean, even if it's a week, we're getting them back pretty fast. But the problem is, though, you wait for one guy, and then another guy could end up in the protocols or whatever the college equivalent of protocols are. I mean, the, this thing is going on, and it is fluid, and the spikes are only getting worse. And there, there's sort of no good way to do this. Like, when, when I hear people talking about, like, pausing the NBA season, putting aside whether or not you think it's abs- it's actually necessary in terms of the Omicron, specific Omicron, Omicron, however it's pronounced, that particular variant, and it's considered, to the best of my understanding, high transmissibility, lower in terms of actual health risks, if you're talking about people who are vaccinated, particularly vaccinated and boosted. Mm-hmm. Putting aside whether or not you think it's actually necessary, from a pragmatic logistical standpoint, how do you do it in a way where you actually address the problem? Like, I think for the NBA, you would have to pause for at least a month. That's that. Yeah, I, I get it. You'd have to pausing didn't work. You know what I mean? Like, right. So let's keep it going. But if we can, you can postpone. And, and I get but how it. long you, I mean, you might have to this. post you might have to postpone to like March. Because, I, I understand. Like I said, there there are no easy answers to any of this stuff. But I just can't imagine. For instance, let's let's play this out. College football championship. You win via forfeit, or we were getting near the NFL playoffs. The NFL. We saw the Browns had to play with a skeleton crew. the The football team had to play with a skeleton crew. The Rams on Monday Night Football a couple of weeks ago were incredibly shorthanded. They played these games. What if something similar to that? happens when we're in the middle of the playoffs or all of a sudden the Super Bowl is coming up in a week and all of a sudden Aaron Donald and 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 I don't know I mean, Matthew Stafford and Cooper Cup go into these protocols it, it's would you postpone it would you postpone I, the Super Bowl I, what if I mean. Aaron Donald got injured the answer is no it, it's different though the injured is if he he was injured last year right he, he had that pec injury and he didn't that's part of football this is part of the universe I understand but the championship becomes a immediately illegitimate if half the guys are home especially like you're talking about andy asymptomatic jalen ramsey was tweeting during the rams game like um i'm home and i feel fine uh, go rams sure it, that that's just i could never the bubble the world series the dodgers won those feel entirely legitimate to me because everybody was involved in playing yeah. and etc but if you just say yeah the rams are going to play in the super bowl but they're playing with their taxi squad it's not a super bowl championship well i mean it's going to be it's going to be anticlimactic that's for sure but it, the, I guess the worry that you have in terms of COVID starting to get more under control, I think, as a pandemic issue, but it is becoming more endemic, that in ter- in, until we figure out exactly how to handle this as an endemic thing where you have the right balance of games and legitimate safety, this might be the new normal for a couple of years where, you know, the idea – I'm not. I, I'm not trying yeah, to no, sell it. Yeah, yeah. You're not advocating. No. Yeah, like, you know not, who'd be great. Yeah. I, I just want to make it clear for the listeners who may not have caught on. I am not pro COVID. You're anti COVID platform. I, I, I right. have not been. I've not been sold out to the lobbyists of you know big COVID. There you go. All right. Um, so it's the last day. Andy is here for uh, filling in for Slee. I wanted to do an Ask Slee with you, so even though it's not the right day, we're going to do yeah. an Ask Slee, but it's an Ask Andy, only ask you don't ski. like Andy, so we're doing Ask Andy Kamenetsky. 
That's how we're doing this. Go. That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. ESPN. You here for mariachi nutcracker? Oh, hell yeah. That sounds pretty good. That's uh, I get one day a year in December where my daughter and my mother-in-law and my wife go to the nutcracker so I can go have a nice night and go have pizza and beer. I, so, so I'm very fond of the Nutcracker. <laughs> it's, 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 it's something I look forward to. The Nutcracker's in town? Awesome. Let me order that pizza and six-pack. Big fan of its existence. <laughs> All right. So we have uh, Ask Ski. Is that what we're going for? Sure. <laughs> Again, all I want is the forced you, you, rhyme. I, I, it doesn't work. I, I, want, I want something. I don't like Ask Andy, I don't, but I don't like Ask Ski. We can, we can open it up to the floor. I don't like any of them. I'm just telling you what I want. <laughs> all, right. all right. Chris goes first. Is a vegetarian tamale a real tamale or just an abomination? Hashtag Ask Andy. I would say it is neither. It is not an abomination because you can get a really good vegetarian tamale. Is it going to feel like a real tamale? No, because part of the charm of a tamale, and I love me some tamales, is knowing you are consuming something that is so damn bad for you. (laughs) I mean, Mike, like tamales are so bad for you, they borderline should be illegal. Dude, all that lard. Oh, my God. Yeah, they are. Okay, Jorge, I have a confession. I know. You, you like so, but I need, I need, oh. I need your support here for a second. I'm not telling you, you got to sign off on what I'm about to say, <laughs> but you and I have gone out and had tacos multiple oh, times together. Uh, yeah. Right? You know my affection for Mexican food. Of course, I, I am crazy about. I like to cook it. I like to you eat, eat it, it every day. I, yeah. I could eat it every day. I can't get there with tamales. I just can't do it. Am, am, have I never gotten a good one, or is it just not going to happen for me? You probably never had a good one, but I've had I have so many places. You haven't had a good one. You got to try my grandmother's. Right? O- okay. I, I, bring bring what, me some. And try it. It's like, the ones you've had are kind of dry, huh? They're and it's too much masa. It's uh, too. There's. It I, I want yeah. more meat and and sauce. Okay. Okay. In the fine. Middle. I'll tell you this. You can eat how many tacos? Oh, are we talking like street tacos? The the ones from Guisados. Uh, oh, I could eat half dozen. Half dozen. How much yeah. masa is that? It's exactly, a lot, exactly. but it's not all. At the, but there's also a lot of meat. There's a lot of salsas. There's yeah, a lot of true. other things going, going on. on. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah it's right. all masa. Well, I mean, tamales are also though a little goes a long way thing. Like, and you don't eat tama- <laughs> six. Oh my, my, my mother-in-law. You know, my wife is Mexican American. Uh-huh. My mother-in-law one year was visiting us for Christmas, and she came back with a ton of tamales that she brought from. Uh, she's my wife is from like a basically a border town in uh, Texas, okay. but it's like right along the Texas. Mexico border, so yeah. Mexican food there is amazing. Uh, near Brownsville, she's from oh, yeah, from yeah. McAllen. Okay, she brought back this bag of tamales for us, like for Christmas. But because I hate the idea of wasting food, you hate them all. I was eating them like every day for like three or four days, and finally, like one day, my wife looked at me and she could see that like I just looked sick. She's like, "What's wrong?" I'm like, "Man, masa drunk." Oh yeah, I was like, "I've been, I've been eating these tamales every day." And she just looks at me, and she goes, just horrified. She's like, "Oh my god, you, you what?" 
She's like, you're still eating these things? That, yeah, that's She's like, you're going to kill yourself. I, I, they had them at the uh, at the Rams game on Tuesday, and I tried one. I, I keep trying. I keep hoping that I get my mind changed, but yeah, uh, thing. It's so good. far, not so good. Uh, Capitano Matt, hashtag ask Cam. He came up with his own. I like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brandable. Do you start drinking while the kids are opening gifts on Christmas morning? I got to pace myself. I, especially when you are at an age where you don't get a lot of sleep. If you start drinking early in the morning, you're just going to fall asleep. And we got a lot that we got to do that day that I become in some ways responsible for because this is really more of a holiday for my wife and daughter mm-hmm. who are Christian. I'm not Christian. I didn't grow up I'm you know, Jewish. I didn't right. grow up celebrating Christmas. So this is not just an adopted holiday for me. It's sort of a supervisor, <laughs> supervisory holiday for me. Like I, I kind of have You're to keep an the tr- administrator role. I kind of have the yeah. I sort of, as an outsider, I got thrown into this thing where I become the administrator who keeps the trains running. I understand. I look. I'm just saying. You, you do you. A mimosa, a bloody mary, just some sort of uh, screwdriver. There, there are there are some options in the morning. Sure, no, that make I, because something that like junk and paper and i, I didn't mess. say i'm above morning drinking i'm just saying it doesn't work for this yeah, well what's the line you can't drink all day if you don't drink in the morning <laughs> that's true <laughs> you gotta you gotta you gotta get it started all right um let's see here uh wh- who are you inviting to your festivist table to air grievances and who are you challenge challenging to pin you at the end hashtag <laughs> ask andy thank you daniel i'll challenge sliwa to the pin because i want to win <laughs> Yeah, sure. I, I feel I feel like I got good odds on that one. <laughs> Who am I challenging for grievances? Yeah, do you have grievances with anybody? Okay, here at the you know station? what? We, we at the station. How much time do we have? <laughs> <laughs> we got an hour and four and thirty-seven minutes. There are so many places I could go there and not get brought back next week. Um, <laughs> All right, I'll tell you who I got grievances with because we were going to talk about uh, jerk category. Yes, in sports like biggest of the year. <laughs> yeah, we'll get there. Okay. Give a little preview. Aaron Rodgers. Oh, nice. That's something for you. Okay. We'll, we'll put a pin in that. Te- yes. We will come, back, we'll come back to that. Uh, Jason Torres, how many chicken wings do you think you can put down in one sitting? Ooh. We talking drums or flats? Uh, your dealer's choice. Okay, I'm going to go You're dr- going to max out. Give me the higher note of the two. I'm going to go drums. Okay. Because if I'm trying for an endurance test, flats are more work. Like well, flat. Speak for yourself. Flat, but they're, they're effort, though. <laughs> flats are... <laughs> Turn and pull. <laughs> Gone. No, I'm not. You look like a anaconda <laughs> eating that thing. I'm a professional here. <laughs> I, I'm not a freak show. So for me, they're actually they're actually work. I I think I could put down two. I dro- picture you with a knife and fork. <laughs> no, working, working no, on that flat. I, no, 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 no. First of all, you can't work and then get in there. You just <laughs> pop it out like no, like one of those no, that, things on that, your phone. That's a recipe for cutting yourself. <laughs> I would go drumettes just because they're they're easier, they're lower maintenance. I think if I really put my mind to it, I could do two dozen. Okay, so the, here, here's the question. I want to go around the room here real quick because there's a difference between how many, like could how could how many could you eat before you got sick is a different answer to how many do you eat until you're good, right? That you're just you're you're full, but you don't want any more, but you're also not like I could eat one or two more. What's that is, number? Okay, are these. Are these wings my meal, or are they the app? No, you're, you're, it's your meal. You're, you're, you went to the bar, and you're getting wings while you watch the game. I think a dozen is the perfect number. It's really close. It's 15 is the number, because I finished 15. I finished the dozen, and it's like, I could eat one or two more of these. And and it's not a whole nother half. It's, I think 15 is the Still number. got a little more slurping to do? <laughs> just a little bit. Just turn and pull, and it's ready to go. Jorge, how many for you? With or without the fries? 
No fries, no just fries. wings. Yeah, good 12, 13, yeah, around there, that same number. Emily? I was going to say same thing. 13 to 15 is probably- It depends how yeah. breaded they are. No, let's, how breaded, how big? Not, not the, the, first of all, okay, we're getting into the weeds now, which I like. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm here for this. There's a sweet spot on size. If they're too big, they're not good. They need to be, they can't be small and little right. runt wings. They, they have to have enough meat. But when you go, some places give you those giant ones. That's a non starter. I don't, look, I didn't order chicken legs. I ordered chicken <laughs> no, wings. You didn't order a roast chicken. <laughs> yeah, I didn't, I don't want half a bird in there. But yeah, the, the size matters in the. Um, and I think the texture of whatever sauce it is. So between like just a dry rub and then a wet rub, that, that makes a difference. Buffalo. For me. Yeah. Just traditional buffalo. Well, I mean, I, I think the ballpark, this thing you got to go standard okay here's the next one 805 raider says hashtag ask andy yo ak what's the shadiest thing you ever did to brian growing up that you've never told him about until now (laughs) i don't i'm genuinely at a loss there's no deep dark secret you've been holding on to all these years that you'd like to unburden yourself with no pretty much everything i don't like about brian i'm very quick to tell him to his face (laughs) (laughs) i don't i don't leave a lot of that to mystery um there was one time i guess okay I, I i wasn't intentionally doing this i guess to brian as a as a scheme but i i was willing to hang him out to dry there was a time where i guess i had stolen some liquor from my parents like some of theirs and had people over there was beer and all this stuff and i decided because uh, like all periods of my life i was an idiot <laughs> I decided to put all of the empties in, in a seal, basically a ceiling panel of our basement. <laughs> okay, I don't know why. Well, yeah, no, I, no I, rhyme or reason. I'm, I'm guessing the reason I came up with that, I was really drunk. <laughs> okay. But I put them there, left them there, like left them there for a long time. And then eventually they were discovered. My parents asked me about it. And I said, I have no idea. I guess you better ask Brian. <laughs> to which Brian you immediately ratted yeah, him out. Yeah, because I was—I think I was in college at this point. And Brian was still in still high school. Home. And Brian just looked at my parents and said, "Look at me. Look at Andy. Who do you think did this?" And they're like, "Okay, you're telling the truth. It was Andy." <laughs> but I, so I was willing to hang him out to dry. I've been really—I mean, you know—I've—I've I've never like killed someone and let <laughs> yeah. Brian take the fall or left his DNA you know, Brian, the you know, Brian that nine year stretch you didn't him. I got an apology ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance pet protection comes free with auto collision coverage visit progressive.com one more from gfish21 and this is one of his personal quests because he's offended by my take on this is a hot dog an appetizer okay this is going to be a controversial take but whatever I don't care hot dogs are gross what? I don't like hot dogs. I've never liked hot dogs. I like sausage. Can we get Brian on the phone to see if he can do the last hour and a half of this show? I have never, <laughs> ever since I was a little kid, I have never like. I recognize even as a kid. Like, I, recognize, I understand it's not a it's not a quinoa salad, <laughs> but, but, but it's look, it, it's, it's not a health meat. It's got nothing to do with health. Just so, texture. All, it's, it's not meat. <laughs> well, sure, it's honest. meat. It was on an animal at one point. <laughs> was it? <laughs> Was well, it really? Then it was on the floor, and I they mean, picked it, was, it up and I mean, put it into a hot dog. Is like a pig's snout considered yes. part of the animal? It's, okay. it's part of the animal. Like a, like a bird's beak. <laughs> <laughs> like what's the great indoors? You know what's in hot dogs, don't you? <laughs> yeah, we, I, I have can't ne- say for, that. For some reason, I have never 
liked hot dogs. Kirk Morrison and I both agree that a hot dog is the perfect appetizer. That while you're cooking the the main event on the grill, throw a couple of dogs okay. in there and just pass them out as a little warm-up I will act. say this. If I was somebody who did like hot dogs, I would consider it a perfectly acceptable appetizer. There you go. Perfect. All right. Uh, Factor Cap is coming up next. It's Travis Slee. Andy is in for Slee on 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Emily, I'm going to let you uh, explain factor cap to Andy, Just, uh, unless you're already fully aware of the uh, the lay of the land. I, I believe we played this. We did play it on, on Tuesday. Oh. I, 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 stepped, I stepped in for one of the factor caps on Tuesday because I came, came to work every day this week, so that's great. That's why I hold you in very high regard, Emily, that your work ethic is second to none, <laughs> unlike the person that sits over there in that chair occasionally, uh, just comes to work when they feel Speaking like it. Speaking of uh, him, by the way, him yeah. who shall not be named... <laughs> As long as you are working with him, mm-hmm. you are always going to be the second uh, least comfortable person saying cap. <laughs> <laughs> well, so it's one of the few, like, mod- I, by the way, my son, my youngest one, dropped drippy on me yesterday. And then, <laughs> and then I knew what it was. Swaggy, was how, do, how do you know what that means? I'm like, because I know things, Michael. This is, this is my job. I overhear your conversation. <laughs> it's more or less. Swagging out. Let's yeah. go. All right. So, uh, People should not post on social media what they get for Christmas. Andy, is this factor cap? Cap. It's cap. I mean, I guess I'm not a big fan of it, but I think at a Christmas time right now where everybody is so disconnected, depends. Okay, which social? Which social? I'm talking about Instagram stories. If you're talking about Instagram okay. stories. No, that that is fact. Why does it matter? I'm curious. If it's Facebook, you can maybe make the argument that this is you connecting with people that you directly know, sharing your Christmas that you otherwise might not. Okay. If you're putting this on Instagram or Twitter, that's just straight bragging. <laughs> well, it's, it's uh, Emily, hit me with the question again. I want to make sure I get it right. People should not post on social media what they get for Christmas. That's fact. I, 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 you could take off for Christmas. Just people should not post on social media. It's all terrible. <laughs> it's all it's all mean spirited, and it's 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 um, curated to look better than it is. Oh yeah, it just everything about it is awful. So it, it is. It is fact. Just you aren't going to sport stop. all your Jays that you're going to get for Christmas. Oh. All, all your Jordans that you're going to get for Christmas. <laughs> look, even oh, if you said to cash. me, like I, I, you know what I get every year. And by the way, this is not a complaint. I am all in on this. People give me golf balls. Because I, I play golf, and they're expensive, and it's a nice thing to get as a gift, a nice box of golf balls. But does anybody else on earth need to know that it, it, via picture, <laughs> via post? It's yeah. like, I yeah, I play some, look, look a box of uh, Pro V1s, cool for me. Who, who gives a damn? For I the, don't understand. For the most part, people posting that stuff, it's Ugh. bragging. And if you I, get a new kidney, I'm happy for you. But if, 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 if it's, if it's no, if you get the rest new, of these things, what do I care? I'm going to give everybody cover. <laughs> if you happen to be getting a new kidney for Christmas, you have my blessing to post that yes, on, I'm, I'm, on Insta or Twitter. We'll, like, we'll, we will carve out organ yeah, donations. Any, yes, <laughs> any organ. 
Not just specifically. You get a new spleen, whatever. Like, you are allowed. I'm here for that. Yes. Yeah. Exception. Everybody else, stop bragging. (laughs) All right. So my family just landed in San Diego yesterday from Virginia, and I look at the forecast, and it is going to rain the entire time that they're going to be here. So I should feel bad that my family is coming to California the one week it rains. Travis, this is Factor Cap. Uh, Cap. You can feel perfectly fine about that. Andy, you um, are from the Midwest originally, mm-hmm. so you can maybe speak to this. I have a, a friend of mine that grew up in Detroit, and he he would he told me the story a hundred times that the Rose Bowl, New Year's Day, the Rose Bowl in Pasadena, had almost this mythical impact on his life. That he's in he's in Detroit, Michigan. It's January. It's dark at three o'clock in the afternoon, and you turn on the TV, and it's eighty degrees at the Rose Bowl and perfectly sunny, clear skies. And he said, "That's why I wanted to move to California. That I would see this every year." So, I kind of want this to work the other way. If it's gray and gloomy here. And your parents get here and say, yeah, you know what? Believe it or not, it's kind of like this. So we got enough people here as it is. We we just we can have a rainy day here or there. It's not your responsibility. You can feel good about it, Emily. I, that's I'm never apologizing. Like my parents <laughs> for anything. Well, no, my parents. Well, yes, but when my parents visit me from St. Louis, doesn't matter what season it is, it's always an upgrade from St. Louis <laughs> here. Like, I mean, they should be thanking me. I don't care if it's raining the whole yeah, week. Yeah, dish be- St. Louis. Let's yeah. go. Well, it's better than a I'm week. <laughs> I don't care if you do. <laughs> it's I, I haven't lived there in like 30-something <laughs> years. Saint, of- I've only been to St. Louis once. It was in the summer, and it I was playing baseball. Oh, that's brutal. It, so we we go through, and we actually went to a Cardinals game, which was fun because I'm a, a baseball fan, but... It was, I think, 184 degrees with 8 trillion percent oh. humidity and raining. It it's is. like, what, what, what is this there's place? No, I don't need that in my there's life. There's no such thing as a good season in St. Louis. <laughs> the weather is all over the place. Oh. None of it's great. It's always an upgrade for my parents. Like, my parents are getting older. It's a little bit harder for them to travel, that sort of stuff. I'll still never apologize. I'm still doing them a favor every time they come here. Okay. So, uh, gift cards are some of the best gifts. Andy, is this factor cap? Fact. Flexibility. Like, if you, do, if you don't know what somebody wants, I'm a big believer that it's the thought that counts. Maybe that's sappy, whatever, but I really do believe that. Like, I'm not even somebody that is always comfortable with getting gifts. I don't want you to trouble yourself over the specifics. Just know, make me know you thought about me. Let me go out and do the, the heavy lifting. I'm good with it. I, I, think, I agree with you. It's, it's fact as well. Now, let me, let me get specific here for a second. A thoughtful gift. A gift card is two things that are opposite and they're true at the same time. It's both completely thoughtless and a great gift. It's both of those things. that they're take, they're, There's no thought process that goes into it, but if you gave me, Andy, a $10 gift card to Starbucks, I'd be thrilled. Yeah. It's a couple of cups of coffee. I mean, this is great. I love Thank you so much. Now, it took you an extra five bucks as you went through and got it. There, there's no thought to it, but it's a great gift. I love it. Now- a thoughtful gift is better, but a gift card, they're the best. Absolutely. They're fantastic. Who doesn't want to get that? All right. Last one. I know this is a, a fan favorite or like a, a show favorite. Uh, Cobra Kai, its new season comes out on New Year's Eve or is it New Year's Day? I believe it's New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve. And so you are going to binge watch all of Cobra Kai in one day. Travis, is that a factor cap? It's cap. I will watch the series, but I, I one is good. I, 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 
I'm not a huge binge guy. Once in a while, something will hit me just right, and I'll tear through three or four. But I'm not. I'm not a huge binge guy. I'll take it a little bit at a time. I'm maybe it's age that because I came of age when TV you had to wait a week for. I don't need to wait a week, but one a day is fine. Even something I really like. Yeah, I'll sometimes go two, maybe three a day. But what I've started to discover the more bingeable things became available is the more I was binging, the less whatever I was binging was actually settling in with me. Like, I started realizing, I'm like, I'm five episodes in. I've had no time for this to settle. I don't even know what's happened. Like, I'm just watching this thing. So you give yourself a little more time. Like, Succession, yes. which just came to... Don't, no spoilers, because I'm, I'm, I'm behind, but go ahead. Okay, well, I mean, I yeah. don't think it's spoiling anything okay. to let you know the finale happened. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm aware. <laughs> but that's a once-a-week thing. Yeah. And as much as I would have loved for it to have been, like, once every three days, because I was dying in between weeks... Mm-hmm. I like the idea that I'm stewing on it. Like, I'm thinking about this week to week. That's a great point. That when you're just binging, you're just getting, you're, you're just simply tearing through the plot. Right. right? You're, you're not getting all of the nuance of what, what makes shows so much fun, you know, especially really good TVs, like whatever you like, Breaking Bad or Mad Men or, or whatever, Sopranos, whatever your show is. When you watch them in individual chunks, you get to absorb all of the yeah. different things that go as opposed to just, oh, Tony shot a guy. That, that, that's what you get when you binge through it. But when you get through, you're like, oh, my gosh, Carmella might be the most evil character on this entire show. This is fantastic. Just because you can binge doesn't necessarily mean you should binge. Yes. Well said. This Thank should you. be on a like a fortune cookie or something. Probably not from Netflix. <laughs> Net- oh, so we- this is a, a non sequitur. You just brought up Netflix. Did you watch Drive to Survive? Did you get caught up in that F1 wave that overtook the United no. States? No. You didn't? No. I need somebody to talk to about that show. I need I need somebody in my I've heard it's really life. good. It's I just tremendous. I did binge watch that. Okay. Speaking of that, that was just give me more, 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 more. Speaking of, best of, worst of, we got a lot of those things to get into as well, but- um, here's one good way not to get uh, your football team covered in in protocols. Joe Burrow's got a suggestion. That's next. It's Travis Slee, Andy Infersley, seven ten ESPN. Did Andy just decide that he'd had enough of me and decide to? I played the song he wanted. I played the song he wanted. He's not here. He's not even here for it. He's not even here for it. This is this is what I guess. See, I must be a bad guy. Slee just takes days off without telling everybody, just bounces in the middle of the show. Andy just takes segments off. Oh, welcome back, Andy. Nice to see you again. Hey, bienvenido. It's been a minute. I'm still relearning the clocks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're, you're, you're clock, um, yeah, I mean, you're, you're out of clock shape. Right. Alex just a, a deadbeat. That's the difference. Yeah, well. He's chilling, trying to get coffee. So yeah. Just <laughs> taking it easy. <laughs> These things were longer, man. <laughs> some of them are, and some of them are not along the way. You ready for another um, Ask Slee? Yes. All right, let's see here. Uh, where did it go? Oh, my gosh. Did I misplace it already? No. Why do people think that you and BK are twins? I get that a lot. I don't get it either. <laughs> um, we're, I mean, A, we're not. Uh, it's interesting. Growing up, everybody always thought we either looked exactly alike or nothing alike. And there was no in-between. I don't think you guys look anything alike. I don't think we actually look alike. But yeah. everybody thinks it's either one or the other. <laughs> like, like literally twins. Or I don't know. Maybe they they might associate it as like a, like a like a bit. Like this is our thing. We're like the twins. <laughs> like like confusing us with the Sklar brothers, <laughs> who I actually grew up with. Oh like, yeah, no, that's right. They're St. Louis guys. Too. Yeah, I, yeah, I grew up with Randy and Jason. They're hey, great Andy, guys. I got a question, Andy. Sure. What stadium or arena was it that said Kamineski brothers, either Andy or Brian? Because <laughs> they didn't know who was going to go in and cover it. 
Oh, is that so the, what, yes. is that the genesis oh, of Ram- the Twitter? Yeah. Um, I think that was Rams. Oh, okay, yeah, because the list would say, you know how yes. there's a list. The yeah. list would say Kamenetsky Brothers, Andy, or Brian. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure that was pretty sure that was Rams. Uh, their PR staff, not sure who was going to be there. <laughs> it should just say, you know, not a period for Andy Kamenetsky, but a, a Kamenetsky. Yes, one of the two yeah, of you. I, I believe that was Amanda up. just letting the Rams know one of them's going to be there. We don't know which. It honestly isn't that important which one. But it's going to be one of them. All right. Uh, Eric Herrera, Big E, is a regular uh, Ask Sleep yeah. participant. Hashtag Ask Andy. Has he ever poured himself a big bowl of cereal just to realize there's no milk? I know you went to a secondary liquid. We've all done it. What else have you put in your cereal? Nothing, man. I go Dry? Cereal. Yes. Oh, my, you, you know what my, my cereal killer alert. You know what my spoon is for uh, cereal? <laughs> Not your hand. <laughs> it often is my hand. <laughs> That you're that this I'm learning things about you yeah. today. That the the flat wing is a lot of work and that you eat dry cereal. Yeah. I love dry cereal. Love or yes. tolerate? No, love. Like you you well, go I mean, to the grocery store, you come back with a box of fruit loops and just start stuffing handfuls in your mouth. It's not a matter of tolerance, it's an easy fix. Like if I wanted if I wanted milk in the cereal, I would put milk in the cereal. I eat dry cereal. So, it seems like something Slee would like, too. Dry <laughs> cereal. You're right about that. He absolutely I'm rethinking would. this now. The, um, so water is not a good answer, no. either. That sounds no. awful. If, is there a little half and half in the house? And can we kind of thin that? I know, that, I know that's thick. Ugh. I understand. But maybe a little half and half just to kind of wet the flake. <laughs> something. <laughs> I, I, the, the, the idea I'm of okay. handfuls of dry cereal. I am cereal. of the opinion that quality cereal requires no wetting. Oh, my goodness. It's good stuff, man. Like... It can it can stand on its own. <laughs> Here's one more crypto ray. Uh, do you answer the door to Christmas carolers if they keep singing, or, or I should say, if they what? I, this is poorly. I think what he's asking is, do they keep singing if you close the door? I think that's what he was going at. There's a couple of things that are throwing me off there. But what is the etiquette on a Christmas carol? Yeah. And they start singing. You you have to stand there and let them finish. Like what do you, what do you do? I, mean, I might answer the door with the sound of a racking of a shotgun. <laughs> Little Macaulay Culkin action. <laughs> get the hell you off dirty my animal. <laughs> get the hell off my property. It's aggressive. No, it, it's, it's it, no. It's Christmas caroling is like a hostile act. I agree. It, it's 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 very aggressively putting your deal in my face. Yeah, I kind of feel like man boundaries. Yes. I like, only have one time had people carol at my house, and it was my friends. They were like pulling a prank on us. Like they were going to all the friends in the neighborhood, knocking on the doors and singing carols, but like singing carols terribly, super loud, and they knew that I didn't want it. <laughs> oh, that's really the sh- racking of the shotgun right there. You're gonna you're gonna invade my space and do it badly. Well, they're they missed an important part of this. You you've blown it, right? You've opened the door. That's the mistake. You peephole that thing first. And if you see, you know, Ebenezer Scrooge and Tom Cratchit standing there in your in your doorway, you pretend nobody's home. You go back to watching the game. You know what though? Like now that I think about it, I have never in my life experienced carolers oh, my, coming consider up. Consider yourself lucky. It's it hasn't happened to me often, but it has happened, I'd say half a dozen times and, and it's because first of all, one of my great fears is someone singing at me. <laughs> I, I, like they're 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 looking at you, they're moving, they're looking into your soul, and they're they're making they're feeling things. I, I don't like that. <laughs> I, I I I don't even think that's a diagnosed <laughs> phobia. I've never heard of that. In my I, life. I have it. I have it. So now there's a bunch of them looking at me singing. That's that. No, I don't need that. That's a bad deal. It's aggressive. It is aggressive. I mean, it's it's 
basically the equivalent of the political pollster who knocks on your door. But like this is the carolers, they're disguising this, acting like they're doing something for you, like you are part of their festivities. It is just as invasive as that pollster. Yeah, it does not heighten my sense of the season. No! It does not add anything to it. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive Insurance is proud to support vets with its annual Keys to Progress vehicle giveaway program, now celebrating nine years of donating vehicles, helping vets in need. Learn more at keystoprogress.com. Joe Burrow says the reason the Bengals don't have a COVID outbreak is because Cincinnati sucks. That's basically what he said. He said, there's nothing to do here. We don't go out. So, yeah, I think that's part of the reason that we've been pretty good. He's not wrong, but that did seem like an, an uh, unartful way of describing why you've been lucky in the COVID situation. I mean, Cleveland would like a word. <laughs> no the, kidding, The right? Browns have had a massive outbreak, and I don't think there's so much more to do in that part of Ohio than there is in Cincinnati. Different. Like, So, I've been to both of these places, and Cleveland has that industrial Midwest feel, right? Sure. That it feels like its glory days are well in the rearview mirror. Cincinnati feels like you're well you basically are in Kentucky like you're in the deep south in Cincinnati it's a it's a totally different dynamic but I think I think generally speaking you're right on both well I mean there I suppose there is a scene in Cincinnati chili with spaghetti is I mean that's, that's what I know two things about Cincinnati. Pete Rose played baseball there, and that chili they make is awful. Those my, are the two things I know. My favorite part about this piece that I, I'd sent you about this with Joe Burrow's theory, it's it's on ESPN.com, and the writer, Ben Baby, who's with ESPN, this is part of it, quote, Within the past decade, the area between the Bengals' Paul Brown Stadium and the Cincinnati Reds' Great American Ballpark, known as, quote, the Banks, has seen significant development. In March, the city designated areas between both stadiums where open containers of alcohol are allowed on the street. The Andrew J. Brady Music Center, which is adjacent to the Paul Brown Center, also opened this year. Like, Baby sounds defensive about this, <laughs> like on behalf of Cincinnati. Like, look, man. We got people passing out all over the street around. We got as many alcoholics as you do, big city slickers, oh, with your things to do and your COVID-ridden places. We can go out and catch COVID just like you all having fun. Yeah, I don't know if there are a lot of places you can get sideways is a great argument. That there's, the, I mean, I, I, got a, I got a living room. You want to have a drinking contest? We can do this right now. There's someone throwing up outside my house while I file this story. Leave that to Vegas and New Orleans. That's their, that's their beat. That, that's that's what they've got going. You've got a Pete Rose, you know, museum. I, I don't know what they got going over there. All right, uh, Laker final game at Staples Center tonight. We'll get into that and why people are so enamored with the name Staples Center. Why they can't quite seem to uh, move past that. It's coming up next. It's Travis Slee. Andy's in for Slee. Seven ten, ESPN.